Welcome to the FBCLB podcast, where you'll find the preaching of Dave Delaney, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Long Beach. Thanks for listening. Just as a pastor emphasizes the importance of joining a connection group, just as pastor emphasizes the importance of sowing a visitation, uh, emphasizes the importance of personal spiritual walk with God through daily Bible reading, through prayer, through giving. Uh, I have the, the joyous opportunity to emphasize the importance of a Christian education. Uh, before we go on, let me introduce you to the team. So any teachers here in First Baptist Schools, please stand. And I'd like to introduce to you, uh, you already may know them through uh, signing a detention slip from your students or uh, parent teacher conferences. Uh, but we are so thankful for the team that God has blessed us here at First Baptist Schools. Uh, let me go ahead and start with uh, Miss uh, Tisha Croft. Uh, she has uh, taught here on, uh, for numerous years at First Baptist Schools on the secondary level as well as an elementary level. But we're so thankful to have her here as she teaches uh, K-5 this year. Thank you, Miss Croft. And then we have Miss Patsy Jeffries. Uh, she has also taught here for several years, but even before that, she has taught uh, in other Christian schools and sometimes public schools uh, on the secondary as well as uh, uh, elementary level. And we thank you, uh, Mrs. Jeffries, and also uh, her husband, Brother Gary Jeffries, have, has also taught in physical education as well as a driver education program of our school, and we thank you for the Jeffries. And then we have, uh, let's see if there's any more elementary teachers here, we have uh, Mrs. Wilkerson, uh, an, uh, an alumna of our school, and she uh, teaches in our secondary level. And then standing right by our side is Brother Wilkerson, as he teaches on the secondary level too. He's also our basketball coach. And we're thank you, thank you, Brother and Mrs. Wilkerson. And then we have our first year teacher, Miss Perlman. Uh, she teaches on the secondary level, and she also oversees the music program of our schools in the secondary level. And we're so thankful. The, the work that you I'm sorry, the, the, the songs that you enjoyed uh, were by the, the hours and the encouragement of her leading. We thank you for her and for her first year, too. And then we also have uh, Mrs. Lorena Armenta. Uh, she uh, is also an alumna of our school. Uh, she oversees our foreign languages, and then she oversees the administrative office work in our school office. And then we have Mrs. Amanda Delaney. She is our activities director of our school, and she also helps in the school office, and then she oversees our journalism class. Uh, Brother uh, Juan Hernandez is our athletic director, and last year he was our first semester Bible teacher. And then we have, uh, uh, oh, we also have uh, his, uh, his wife uh, serving in our lunch program, serving nutritious meals to our students. And then Brother Iguera is also our, uh, our second semester Bible teacher. And then his wife, Ms. Rocio, is, uh, oversees our Lady Defenders uh, basketball team, and she did a great job with this, being her first year, too. And then I believe I saw Coach Debbie here. Uh, she has just started uh, with our volleyball team, our Lady Defenders. There, there you are, and also an alumni of our school as well. Thank you, teachers, for letting me work alongside you. And then, of course, parents, thank you for coming tonight. Uh, church family, thank you for allowing us to have this Christian school uh, in your facility. Thank you for allowing us to meet here as we teach truth and we teach wisdom to our students. We are so appreciative of the leadership and then, of, of course, of a former pastor who saw the need uh, for a Christian school to be started from First Baptist Church. 
Well, let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 6. And if you have found your place and you are willing and you are able, please stand with me as we will read together Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Deuteronomy chapter 6, let's look at what the Bible says tonight. Now, these are the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments which the Lord your God commanded to teach you that ye might do them in the land whither ye go to possess it. That thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command thee, thou and thy son and thy son's son, all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that ye may increase mightily, as the Lord God of thy fathers hath promised thee in the land that floweth with milk and honey. Let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, we thank you so much for this day. Thank you for the morning service and the success that we were able to gain from it. We thank you for the preaching of your word. Lord, we thank you for the students that have performed tonight and ministering to us giving honor and praise to you. Dear Lord, thank you that we get to take this time and the emphasis of First Baptist Schools, more importantly, the emphasis of Christian education. Lord, we thank you for this time now. We thank you for this day in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Be seated. In the book of Deuteronomy, in Deuteronomy chapter 6, Moses have, uh, has just received the Ten Commandments. And now as he is going down the mount, he is addressing all the children of Israel on how to receive these commandments. And when we receive these commandments, know these commandments, know the statutes, and obey them, follow them, and in doing so, fear the Lord. And then with all that doing, there are benefits that we get to reap. There are benefits that we get to do. And how can we apply that to Christian education? You see, you heard from pastor many times that the youth of today the youth in our church, whether it be in Sunday school and youth departments, are the future of today because they will be the ones that will be replacing us sooner or later in ministry and in service. Just as we have seen Josh did a great job in, in leading our songs, we have seen a future pianist uh, coming uh, to do that. And by the way, Mrs. Yoon, if you can please stand too. I, I'm so sorry to to, uh, I failed to uh, mention her. She also teaches private uh, music lessons, but uh, just within just a few weeks, uh, she was able to uh, fill in for Mrs. Bumakad in teaching our seventh, eighth, uh, eighth grade math classes. And we are so thankful that she was able to step in and uh, she has uh, already, within the lessons, making sure that our students are kept on time in a timely manner. So thank you, Mrs. Yoon, for filling in for Mrs. Bumakai, but we are so thankful uh, for our team there. But then with the future of that, how we are leading our students, our young people, our youth. And when reading Deuteronomy chapter 6, how Moses is uh, implementing the law and the commandments to his people, I'm reminded of three attributes of how we can apply this to Christian education. The first one would be the principles of Christian education. Let's look at verse 1 one more time. It says, now these are the commandments. If you have been uh, coming to the evening services on a routinely basis, uh, last Sunday we've heard of how Brother Wilkerson 
uh, uh, gave the commandment of honoring thy father and thy mother. And then before that, how pastor has been starting the series with the commandments, and the next Sunday evening he'll continue on with the Ten Commandments. But he's giving these commandments right here. It says the statutes, oh, the laws, the rules, and the judgments which the Lord your God commanded to teach you that ye might do them in the land whither ye go to possess it. I believe that we can all agree that a school, whether public, private, or Christian, is a place to provide an atmosphere for students to know the truth of life, their worlds, and the place they belong to. Just as Proverbs chapter 1 says, to know wisdom and instruction. Well, we can agree that any school does that. We receive wisdom and instruction. And before I go any further, uh, I by no means intend to discredit, to diminish, or to demean the value of a public education. I myself am a product of, of a public school. I graduated from Long Beach Poly. Uh, the reason why I was able to do that, I think much of that is attributed to a godly Christian mother and a great youth group from a church. Uh, but uh, I am appreciative of our families here that uh, go to public school, and I'm appreciative of our church families who are also public school teachers. Uh, you, uh, public school teachers and public school students, you continue to be the light that God has placed you in. Uh, there will be times where you will stand alone uh, based on your personal convictions that you hold dear and also on the, on the scriptural truths that you have learned from this church. With that said, in order to provide an atmosphere that gives the truth of life their world and the place that they are in it or their potential place in that world, well, there are certain questions that will arise of the purpose of life, the meaning of life that we cannot ignore. You see, a public school curriculum cannot guide the meaning of life. They will not be able to guide students of the meaning or purpose of why am I here, nor will it use the Bible as a standard of truth. On the other hand, a Christian school provides that. We provide the, the purpose of life. We provide the, the whys and the, and the why nots because the principles of Christian education is founded solely that of the Bible. Case in point, in a biology class, uh, the students, whether public or private, we will learn the cycle of gi giving birth. We'll start at life starts at conception, then we have the egg and the embryo, and how the organs will start to form. We, see the, uh, we hear the first heartbeat, then we see the limbs, and, and as well as the body is starting to fully develop in the mother's womb, and then life happens. That life starts for that. But in a Christian school, it doesn't end there. For you see, we teach our students in First Baptist schools that in biology class, yes, uh, the, the miracle of life giving birth, but that life has value in Christ. Not only that, it has an eternal soul. And then that eternal soul has a responsibility in this world to know and serve Christ. The Bible says in John, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. You see, in a Christian education, we offer scriptural truths in any subject, in any subject, whether it be English, whether it be math, 
whether it be in, in history, sciences, we have scriptural truth as the basis of our foundation. In verse 1, we see that the, principle, uh, the principles of Christian education is solely that of the scriptures. Let's look at verse 2. The Bible says that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command thee, thou and thy son and thy son's son, all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged. The second thing I see in Christian education with these verses is the priority, the priority of Christian education. You see, in the first part, it says that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God. I'm reminded in Proverbs chapter 9, it says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Well, the priority of Christian education is God. Well, at First Baptist Schools, we desire for each student to understand that God is the center of every pursuit of knowledge. God is a pursuit of every pursuit of knowledge. We just had our science fair, and thankful for Mrs. Wilkerson, as this was the first time for her to oversee our science fair. Uh, the homesteads played a vital role in that as they were the, the judges for first, second, third place in the elementary, middle school, and high school division. Well, the teach, uh, students, every student uh, are involved in the science fair, and they're instructed first to question their world around them. How do things work? Starting with a problem, asking that question, how does this work? And then they'll go through the process of a hypothesis, making a guess, and then with that, they'll test their hypothesis through a series of experiments. They'll use their log journals, they'll make observations, and then once their tests are complete, then they can go ahead and make a conclusion. But the science fair doesn't end there because we added something else. We added a biblical application. Because we want our students to understand in Colossians, for by him were all things created. Things that are in heaven and things that are in earth, uh, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones, uh, whether they be uh, dominions, principalities, or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things and all things, and by him all things consist. So when they are testing to see why the world uh, revolves around the sun, well, God, all things consist. Uh, how does an egg take shape? Why does it take its form? All things consist because of God. Students have an understanding of that. Uh, in math, uh, when we are tra uh, uh, teaching our students to add, to multiply, to subtract, and as they build their foundation on that, well, we teach them that, well, God has already numbered the hairs on your head. Uh, we teach them that if he can number the stars and know them by name, then you have the ability to add and to subtract and to uh, make mathematical concepts in your mind. Uh, we, are, we learn about how when Jesus was able to feed the multitudes, the 5,000, and how he's all about numbers, he's so organized, and how uh, there are... Uh, how he was able to divide the, the groups into 50s, into 100s, and then all numbers. We know that God is the, uh, the center of all pursuit of knowledge. When we are learning in history, uh, maybe we're learning about the, the, the layers of the earth or the strata, the geological column. Well, we're reminded that in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. 
God is a center. He is a center of every pursuit of knowledge. We want to make sure that each student from First Baptist schools know that, that the priority of a Christian education is Christ. And then we see in verse 3, uh, follow along with me, it says, Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that ye may increase mightily. As the Lord God of thy fathers hath promised thee in the land that floweth with milk and honey. Well, first we see the principles of Christian education, and that is solely through the scriptures. We see the priority of Christian education, and that's, our, that's God as he is a center. And then lastly, I see the privileges of Christian education. You know, I'm so thankful that in a Christian education that when we start class, we pledge to our American flag showing patriotism and honor to our country. Then I'm thankful that we pledge to our Christian flag, recon, uh, rem reminding us of Christendom and what Christ has done for us on the cross. Then we pledge to our Bible, reminding us that, he is, uh, that the Bible is a lamp and a light that leads our way and directs our way. But then after we do the pledges, then we go ahead and take prayer requests. This is a time where we get to know our students on a personal level whether it be an unspoken request or an outspoken request. This is a time where we get to know you parents. We know when you're traveling, when you're out of town, because we pray for you. We know when you're sick. We know when you're going through a difficult time, because we get the time to pray for you. We pray for our teachers. We pray for our students. We pray for our staff. One of the, uh, one of the other privileges of, doing, of, of going to a Christian school is that we get to set uh, set aside one time of the week to hear, day, uh, to hear chapel messages where we take time from classes. We hear the man of God preaching this word, and we are encouraged and we're edified before we return back to class. Uh, another, benef another benefit or privilege was that we have daily Bible class or Bible lessons. Outside of the classroom, we have our extracurricular activities. We have the opportunity to join Christian leagues, where we get to fellowship with other teams or sometimes rival with other teams in, in, uh, in athletics. Uh, Pastor mentioned that we just, uh, a few of our students came back from uh, GSACs, uh, Golden State Association of Christian Schools. Uh, that's another privilege that we get to be a part of where we have leaders, uh, representatives that represent us. They go to Washington, D.C., and they make appeals. They, they fight for us. They, they represent our Christian liberties within the Christian schools. They maintain and they uphold and they inform us that we are still able to make sure and to teach uh, that a boy is born a boy and he will be a boy. A girl uh, will, is born a girl and she will always be a girl. And that nothing we can say will will hold us to the law, whereas public schools, we can't say what gender they are. If anything, we encourage them to choose on their own. But we're so thankful that we're, uh, uh, we're able to be part of a Christian association. And then within that fine arts competition, as Pastor mentioned, uh, they get to nurture, they, need, they get to improve on the talents that God has given to them. Teachers get to take part in that in speech development, in chess playing, Bible teaching, Bible preaching. 
Uh, our Bible quiz team, uh, congratulations to our junior high team. Some of them is their first time doing Bible quiz team. Uh, they were able to win state. Congratulations to our senior high team as they worked together to win state again. Uh, because of that, in just a few months, uh, or a few weeks rather, they will get on a plane and they will fly to South Carolina and they will compete against other states in Bible quizzing. I'm so proud of them as uh, they have took almost a whole year in learning, studying, memorizing First and Second Thessalonians, First and Second Timothy, and Titus. And now they get to take what they have learned and studied. But aside from the studying, they have all that truth and Bible scripture. What a privilege to know that that scripture that they have learned in their hearts, they get to apply that in times of trials and times of testings, and that the scripture will never leave them. They'll never go in vain. Outside of, 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 of me teaching here at uh, First Baptist Schools, I have another tutoring, I have a tutoring position in the city of Torrance. Uh, one of my students, or one of my pupils I tutor, his name is Andy Lee. He's in the 10th grade, and he is very, very smart. He's very intelligent. He goes to South Torrance High School. At the 10th grade level, he's already taking AP Calculus. He's already taking AP Chemistry, AP History. He wants to go to either UC Irvine or he, or he wants to go to UCLA. Uh, when I started to get to know Andy, he found out that I, I work at a Christian school. And then I also, he, that's when he began to tell me that he attended a Christian school uh, when he was in middle school. Uh, he made some unwise choices that caused him to be expelled. And as I was tutoring him in his, his English courses, he was telling me, you know what? One of the things I miss about going to Christian school were the teachers. They were always on my case. Yeah, I'm getting the knowledge, and I'm getting the, the credits. I'm getting the, uh, the, the grades at my high school. That's all I have to show for, just the grades. Whereas in the Christian school, they knew me. They knew my brother, they knew my family, and they knew what I liked, they knew what I didn't like. And that's one of the things I missed. He said, and one of the things that I, I, that I also miss was the structure. It was a structured education where I knew that I belonged. And as I feel for Andy as he's continuing on to his Christian, uh, excuse me, as he's continuing on in a public school, He'll probably, continue, he'll probably be the success, a successful man as we will see him with the education that he's going to get. But what he's missing out, I guess, is just the personal touch that a Christian education will offer. The scripture, the scriptural foundation, the, uh, the priority that God is the center. Just those privileges that a Christian school does offer. And then as I look out into the audience, I see other privileges of, of those that have sat in my classroom or have graduated years before at First Baptist Schools. I'm so thankful that uh, we have a graduate from our schools that is serving our country in Kuwait as he is defending our liberties. I'm so thankful that one of our graduates, I get to work alongside him on a weekly basis in our bus routes. I get to go bus visit, uh, I get to go bus visit, uh, visiting with him as he continues his college education. I'm so thankful to hear of students that are continuing on in Christian education, learning to be a pastor, 
a missionary. And then we do have that misnomer of, well, if I were to send my student to a Christian school, all we want them to, all we want uh, for them to do is to serve in ministry, or they just want them to train them to be a pastor or a missionary. Well, let me go ahead and correct that with a solid, yes, that is true. Because whether they become a pastor or a missionary, become a teacher, an auto mechanic, or a graphic designer, a nurse, yes, the privileges of Christian school is we want to instill them service. That's why Ms. Perlman will work in a choir so they can take them to a nursing school. That's why we take time a week to collect food items to distribute to, our, to the needy in Long Beach. Yes, the benefits of, of Christian school, the privileges of Christian education. Let me close with this right here in, in verse 3. It says, As the Lord God thy fathers hath promised thee in the land that floweth with milk and honey. Christian school teachers, myself, uh, families here, yeah, we may see some privileges here. We may see some accolades and awards that these students will win at fine arts. And we'll call that, again, privileges from a Christian school offers. But those are tangible. However, when it says, hath promised thee, the Lord thy God, hath promised thee in the land that floweth with milk and honey. You know, on the other side of eternity, when we get to see face to face, we'll get to see eternal revenue. We will see the benefits uh, that, we have, re uh, that we, have, we have sowed here on earth because of the cause of Christian education. And I'm so thankful that we get to be a part. First Baptist Church hosts First Baptist Schools in this ministry. I'm so thankful that I get to be part of it. I love what I do. I enjoy what I do. And I'm so thankful that we can come tonight and just see the importance of a solid Christian education, that the principles of that is through the Scripture. The priori priority is God our Savior. And then the benefits, well, those are our students. And we're so thankful that we get to work with them.